welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time, our heroes found themselves in a tavern uh, called the End of the World. Uh, somewhere in the... It's uh, a tavern... Some, and yeah, there you go. Uh, I it, feel it's fine. A, do you? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's a tavern that's somewhere in the Feywild. Uh, we're just after our heroes had finished a card game uh, in competition for the Cygna Stone. They saw Tegan show up at the door in a strange, uh, I guess, uh, the sensation. They he seemed different than last time they had seen him. He wasn't breathing, and then he suddenly took a breath, but. This is the first time Tegan's been standing in their presence for a long time and not talking continuously. So it was a very strange sensation. Um, but before we continue that st- story, listeners, let's take a quick journey back and see exactly how Tegan got here. So, like in uh, general, or like to this like location? We're, we're going to say to it, this location. It starts when Tegan was a young child. <laughs> well, that's why I was like, Born how from far back are we going? spiked onto his head like a football by the doctor. <laughs> and that explains so much. The hair. It explains the hair. Or lack thereof. So, uh, Tegan. After, yes. you as- after you ascended the stairs in the uh, Winter Queen's Palace... Uh, climbing to the top of the stairs, uh, you find yourself standing in a meadow. Uh, it, in front of you is a large forest. The path before you goes through a very large, naturally grown arch uh, with flowers that are growing all around it. Um, and that arch passes on, or, or covers a pathway that covers that walk, goes into the forest. Uh, Tabitha, uh, Tormir. Uh, anybody? Hello? You hear nothing. Okay. Well, yes. you, you hear like birds chirping and, and sounds and wind, but no people. Do any of the birds answer back? Uh, they, they chirp. I don't know if it's an answer <laughs> to you or not, but... Uh, do I see like where I climbed out from the ice nope. castle? Little, looking behind you, you just see the path continue on into the distance. You're honestly not sure how you got here. Uh, awesome. Um, okay. Uh, well, happy-go-lucky Tegan, uh, follows the yellow brick road. Just kind of skips along. How many okay. jolly follow, follow, tune. follow the yellow brick road. As you skip along and go into the arch, uh, you walk down the path for only a short distance. Uh, you find yourself at a clearing. Uh, okay. thinking to yourself that this is odd, you look behind your, back behind yourself, um, and see that the path that went through the woods extends infinitely into the distance. So you've been walking on this path for a while, even though it's only felt like a few moments. Uh, time and distance seem to be in distortion here. Okay. Um, but in this clearing, uh, you see a large throne at the other side. Sitting in it is a, a very tall woman uh, with pale lavender skin, uh, and a dress made of a combination of leaves and flowers uh, with a crown of roses that seems to be continuously moving on her head. Oh, okay. Um, to her side, standing to her side, you see another woman, 
Uh, this one appears to be of elven heritage, though, honestly, you can only guess to be sure. Um, since you can only see her face from about, like, the nose down. Um, she's wearing a cloak that covers her entire body. It's made of uh, autumnal leaves, like brown, yellow, red. Uh, okay. And uh, they the leaves kind of it appear to be kind of constantly moving within the cloak, uh, kind of with a rustling sound. And the hood that's attached to the cloak covers uh, covers pretty much most of her face that you can really only see from like the nose down. Okay. Um, the last thing you see in this area, off to the side of both of these two, is a large circular cage. Uh, the cage looks like it's made out of vines, like a pumpkin or gourd-style vines that are okay. interlaced. Um, there's the large sort of orange and yellow flowers that you kind of see on like a that kind of a vine, like on a gourd-style vine. Um, inside of this cage is a pedestal, and on it lies an orange stone. Okay. Um, upon you entering the... Oh, I'm sorry? No, it's just, do I recognize the orange stone as what it is, or am I clueless? You're pretty You're pretty sure that's the volume. Well, you are clueless, for. too. <laughs> you are also clueless, yes. <laughs> okay, so I kind of think oh. that that might be the volume stone. Okay. So, the woman sitting in the throne immediately stands up and yells... Who are you and how dare you enter the domain of the Spring Queen uninvited? You must be a servant of the Winter Queen. Uh, I serve no queen, but I I don't know how I got here, but your roses are awesome. She, like, glares at you and says, No matter, I shall destroy you, and then end this war with her death. Wait, what war? Who's... Who's war? Uh, end? What do you mean by end? She, she doesn't really seem to answer you. Just waves her hands, and these flowering plants begin to uproot themselves and and begin to walk towards you. Uh, Off with her I head! Take... <laughs> right. Um, Anyone uh, else getting? Uh, I'm gonna Queen I'm gonna run. <laughs> I'm gonna try to run off to the left. Um, you you do that. Give me a quick perception check. Quick perception check. Alright, perception. It feels like forever since I've been perceptive. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is is I, never, I'm not even gonna uh, unbox uh, that. <laughs> I'm just gonna twenty-four. Twenty-four, okay. So you, uh, while you're kind of about to run, uh, you happen to notice uh, on the the woman with the autumnal leaf cloak, um, she, tears begin streaming down her cheeks. Um, and as this, lady, uh, why as, are you crying? <laughs> I hope that works. <laughs> she 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 doesn't seem to uh, to respond to that directly, but uh, the the flowers around that or the walking flowers uh, start to wilt. Um, the spring queen takes notice of this and looks over and says, What troubles you? And she responds, This one does not know. Per perhaps this creature may have been previously known to this one. Perhaps this gnome was known to the shard bearer. The spring queen looks confused for a moment, uh, waves her hand, and the walking flowers go back to where they were and reroot themselves. Shoo, the okay. Uh, so do you still turn and run or do you stop? Ah, uh, stop. As soon as I saw her tears, I probably just kind of, not very common sense, if we just stopped and stared at her. 
The Spring Queen looks at you again and says, So what is it that you want, small one? Um, we came to free a friend of mine um, to find him, actually. We don't, we don't know where he's at. His name's Jathal. And uh, actually, and the other thing we came for was actually that little stone over there. The, uh, the, the, the woman with the, uh, the leaf cloak speaks again. She goes, this one senses something. The gnome wishes to be free of his curse. To do so, this gnome needs the stone. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, the stone can free me from, from the curse of this blade. And I pull out the sword and kind of wave it around a little and put it back. The, uh, the, the spring queen, like, for a moment looks like it, like, thinks you're trying to threaten her. And then she kind of has this moment of, like, the, how could this, this small thing possibly threaten me? You know, kind of look on her face. And she's, uh, she, she goes, I shall not part with that stone so easily, Mother Autumn. Um, you see sort of a glowing light begin to shed from, uh, the eyes beneath Mother Autumn's cloak. And she speaks again. This one sees the gnome hides a secret. Perhaps the gnome can bargain with you. Very well. What do you want, gnome? And what do you offer? Um, well, you said you're doing a war, right? So I can, I can fight with you. I got, I've got some, some allies and, and I got some friends inside my head. Well, I got one friend inside my head that might be able to help. Got some allies that can help with, fight with the war. So you um, but, o- you offer yourself? Uh, well, no, uh, a self. No, I services. Just, uh, yeah, services. I offer services. I'm not to, there. Sorry. To to yeah yeah. I offer services. The, the voice of Tabitha in the back of your head. So, <laughs> what would Tabitha say right now? What would Tabitha <laughs> say right now? <laughs> I yeah, know Tony uh, yeah. does that at work. What would just say? <laughs> what would Tabitha say? <laughs> Shut up. Yeah. So yeah, let's. Well, I've got I've got friends who can fight, and I can fight. And I've got a powerful warrior being in my head that can help fight too. We fly together. If it's fun. So maybe we can fight for you uh, in the in the war. And what do you think? Hmm. I don't think that anything you could offer could be uh, great enough for either the stone or or anything else. Okay. Uh. Well, you don't know. You don't know. You haven't met my flying friend yet. So, what if uh, what if I offer the services of my of my flying friend and my my friends? We can fight some battles and and we can win the win the war for you. Let me show you to you. So. Uh, wow. M- M- Mother Autumn kind of holds up her hand for a moment as you begin to do it, and, go, and her eyes are still glowing looking at you, and she goes, This one suggests that the gnome should offer himself. Uh, to, to like, uh, die for you? No, I'm not, but, I'm not into dying right just yet. I've got a, I'm, I've got a few more hundred years left, I think. So, you mean dying? <laughs> this one does not mean dying. Oh, okay. Uh, so, the, the, wait a the minute. Spring... Oh, go ahead. So, wait a minute. So, if 
if I if if I give myself to you guys, and we'll have to figure out what that means. But if I do what she's talking about, um, you'll let us have the stone, and you'll you'll let us have the stone and help me find Jethal, and help us find Jethal. This one thinks that that is a uh, a fair bargain. And the Spring Queen looks over and goes, Do you really think that this gnome is worth both the shard bearer and the stone? And she goes, This one does. This one sees great potential in this gnome. Yeah, let me show you my dragon friend. Uh, let me see if I can get him to come out. Uh, so oh my god. Kinda... Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> so we got... <laughs> The uh, spring queen uh, looks kind of, sort of gestures as a, like, a, okay, get on with it. You know, when you offered to bring out a dragon. Well, I didn't say a dragon. I just said my friend. I want to. Oh, yeah, okay. When you offered to bring out your friend, which yeah, I, yeah. somehow sounds worse. <laughs> so, uh, I kind of go into my mind and I go into that little room with the chessboard and and the and the tavern and the open roof. And I try to talk to the dragon and, and, and just kind of say, hey, I need your help. With what? Um, I need to convince a fey lord um, that you're powerful enough to help her in her battle. You wish my help to show off? Uh, a show of strength, but probably a battle after that. He looks over at the other two uh, beings in your head as well. Kind of, uh, sort of, uh, do you guys, are you guys hearing this? And they both uh, just kind of like look and nod approvingly, and he just kind of seems confused. And goes, fine. See, the so, imp's always on my side. The, imp's, the imp loves me, so sweet. So he, uh, this is the first time the dragon has stepped fully out of the shadow inside your own mind. He okay. used to just kind of hide in the shadow in the corner, and now he steps out. And uh, you now can call on him, but you also have lost a little bit more control. Oh, crud. Oh, good. Oh, right. <clears throat> uh, I forgot his name. Iron Fang? Yep. Right? Iron Fang? Uh, Iron Fang, please come forth. Okay, uh, so Tegan's body contorts until like one one arm gl- grows really long, the next one, and his face kind of elongates and scales start showing on it, and he ha- turns into pretty much a, a smaller version of a you know uh, sort of undead looking dragon. Uh, black flames are you know kind of uh, come out from the corners of his mouth as he breathes out. And the Spring Queen looks and goes, I thought you said you were powerful. This is nothing. Oh, crap. Uh, But (laughs) this is uh, very well. Um, I suppose I can allow you to serve as the general of my armies. It may be interesting to have you as a consort as well. Um, but uh, you look like you might at least be able to serve as the distraction in the war against the uh, Winter Queen and the Summer King. So she looks back over at the uh, at Mother Autumn and says, "Do you think this is a good bargain?" Mother Autumn 
you know, her eyes glow, uh, glow again as she looks in and says, This one does. This one thinks there's more potential to this one than, than you could possibly believe. But it is worthy in, in a deal in exchange for the stone and to assist this gnome's friends. Sweet. Okay, so what is the exact deal? Is what the Spring Queen asks. Um, so I apparently become your general and what, what was that word? Consort? What is a cons? Oh, I don't know. I don't want to know. Never mind. Um, I become your consort and <laughs> and general. What is a consort? I, I think he wants to know. He's curious. You wish to know what a consort is as part of the deal? Yes. What is? What exactly are you wanting me to do as a consort? The hanky panky. <laughs> your duties. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Duty. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well. All right. So yes, I become the general and the consort. Um, you help me find uh, the Jethal that we know, um, and we leave here with whatever stones that we come we leave with, along with the Bolin stone. Uh, the mother autumn says, "I suggest you rephrase your offer." that your friends leave with the stone. If you are offering yourself, you are not among the we. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. So, yeah, my friends leave with the stones without me, and I stay here as the general and the consort. So consort. Mother Autumn looks over at um, the Spring Queen and says, This one advises you accept. Spring Queen looks, looks over at the stone for a moment, looks back at you, your dragon form begins fading at this point, and you kind of turn back into a gnome. And it uh, goes, Very well, I accept. Now, go and wage war for me, and we'll figure out when you your friends get to go home and when the stones uh, get to go home with you later. Well, as your general and your consort, I think we should actually make peace with the other uh, with the other people the spring queen looks at you and just like the what did you say look on her face of the as my general you suggest we you suggest peace I see yeah I, I think there can be peace among but among us by what authority do you even assert that you could possibly suggest peace? Well, as your general, I think it'd be strategically wise. And as your consort, I guess I'm advising you that a peace would be a good idea. Consort, not consult. But... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh... The, uh, Mother Autumn looks at you again, her eyes still glowing, and says... This one sees the potential, and it lies beyond what this gnome has, has demonstrated. This one advises you to reconsider his, his suggestion. The Spring Queen looks over at, the, uh, at Mother Autumn and just sheer confusion is like, the, what are you talking about? He, you know, like the whole like dragon thing, not, not that impressive. And Mother Autumn says, 
This one will show you. She kind of waves her hands for a moment, and we will cut to the inside of Tegan's head. There's the, uh -oh. the sort of tavern area. <laughs> yeah, there's buddy. the triangle-shaped uh, <laughs> chessboard. In it is sitting a gnome and a sort of a lighter-colored Tegan. Uh, and off to the one side, now standing just outside of the shadows, is a uh, dragon form that's about Tegan's size. And then there's Tegan himself in there. Um, and also standing next to Ke Tegan is the, uh, uh, the, the winter queen, or I'm sorry, the summer queen and the mother autumn. And, uh, they, they look and they go, uh, spring queen goes, what is so impressive about this? This she is goes, my, this is my head. So these are my, all my friends. Let me introduce you. This is, uh, my friend, the imp. I got him from my great grandpa and there's the dragon which you met, and here's my old master. He's he's pretty awesome. Um, he's been with me since almost the beginning, um, when he fought the, a very uh, evil thing. The the uh, the the lighter colored uh, um, Tegan kind of looks over and kind of gently waves at them. At which point, um, the Summer Queen and spring the queen. I'm sorry, the Spring Queen. And uh, Mother Autumn kind of look at it, and Mother Autumn looks over at the Spring Queen, smiles, kind of puts her hand on the, on the uh, Summer Queen's shoulder, and the Summer Queen's eyes glow in a similar fashion to what you saw in Mother Autumn's. And the Spring Queen's um, face like just goes from a sort of disdainful disappointment to a look of pure shock. And goes... Like, after her eyes stop glowing, kind of shakes her head, you know, a little bit sort of startled and stunned, and goes, Peace you shall have, then. Awesome! Sweet! And then, okay. uh, Mother Autumn, uh, waves her hand again, and then everyone, you know, kind of, their consciousness goes back out to the clearing in the woods. Alright, I, I noticed that they, they looked at my master, so I thank my master, and then, as I'm leaving... He he looks at you, kind of gives a like a uh, a smile that looks both knowing and when you're not looking, uh, the listeners can see that it's uh, slightly sinister. Um, and then we go back to the the, the clearing. Well, that's uh, not what I expected. Okay. Back in the clearing, uh, Mother Autumn at, uh, looks over at the the Spring Queen and says, "This one advises that this gnome be allowed to deliver the stone to this gnome's friends." Also, to deliver this gnome's allies to the, their, his missing friend, the Shardbearer. This one offers to accompany this gnome on the quest. The, uh... The Spring Queen looks over and goes, No part of this deal involved the Shardbearer leaving. I offered for Jathal, the Jathal that they knew... And I also am aware that they know several Jathals. I can pick the Jathal they leave with. Why would you pick? Why would you pick a Jathal that we don't know? I am aware of your your trappings around the Feywild. You know three separate Jathals. Uh, can we talk this over with my? Let me let me talk to my friends first before we settle this. Is that okay? The uh, M Mother Autumn looks over and goes at, at the Spring Queen and says, 
You did make a deal that this gnome could assist friends, did you not? The Shardbearer is one of this gnome's friends, thus you may not go back on your word you made. Oh, sweet. <laughs> the Spring Queen uh, looks over and goes, she sighs and she's like, tr starts to talk a couple times, kind of is silence and then uh, goes, fine. I may not be able to accompany, or I may not be able to go back on my word, but I'm going to accompany you as well to your friends. Okay, sounds like fun. All right, and so now we cut back to the end of the world. Tegan had had been at the door, not breathing, for a while, <laughs> and suddenly takes a deep breath in, and um, suddenly kind of comes to consciousness. So you went from the clearing in the forest to standing at the entrance of a tavern. Um, you honestly have no idea how you got here, but looking down at your hand, you are holding the orange stone. The moment Tormir sees Tegan standing at the doorway, he just immediately, his head just snaps into Tegan's direction. He slams his hands on the table and stands up, bolt upright, and just lets out, And where the hell have you been? Uh... I've been with the mother and the queen general consorting. Use your words. <laughs> I did. I, 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 I was with the mother and the queen and I was made a general and a consort. So I was doing general consorting. Did he fall on uh, his head? <laughs> I can't I believe tell. this is a sign of brain trauma. Uh, I, I got a lot to tell you guys. You guys. How'd you guys get here? So how did I? As, so do you, do you step into the room, or are you still standing outside the door? No, I, I start to step into the room. Okay. Try, I'll try to look and see who's all around. As as you look as you look into the room, there's there's a lot of people in here. Um, so there is there's obviously this whole group. You also see Hammond, um, back from Nishtune, uh, and I guess you also saw him in, in Malatune too. Um, you also see a catfolk, a pixie. Uh, a woman who is very tall, or not super tall, but like she's like eight, eight or nine feet tall. Uh, a well, uh, elven woman with pale blue skin. Um, another gnome, um, and the rest of the group, uh, all sitting at a table. And there's like cards on the table uh, that they must have recently played with. Um, following Tegan as he enters in the room, uh, two figures that at this point, up until now, to the rest of the group, had been silhouetted. Uh, but you see in walking the uh, Spring Queen and Mother Autumn following behind in their very spring-like and autumnal-like uh, colors. Um, and uh, the moment they walk in, the Winter Queen just stands up her, uh, like, at, you know, as forceful as she stands up, her chair goes flying back behind her. She kind of holds her hands up. Blue light begins glowing from her hands. Blue light begins glowing from her eyes. No, um, no, no. I'm the one who's supposed to be indignant right now. Alright? <laughs> and, uh... And that, like, she doesn't seem to acknowledge what you said at all. And the entire, like, the temperature of the entire room starts dropping. Uh, very quickly. And you, everyone in the room senses that there's about to be a grand battle between essentially two fey gods at the moment. With you guys in the same room as it all. Um, just before it seems like it's about to begin, however, um, several boards from the floor leap off the ground, wrap themselves around the Winter Queen, 
pull the chair back over to her, slam her back in the chair, and slide her back to the table and hold her down. That was not me. Well, that and was the, unexpected. Uh, the bartender from the back, uh, you know, looks up from, from wiping the bar and goes, The end of the world is a neutral place. No one may fight here, no matter how powerful you think you may be. Whoa. You just, like, imprisoned a fake god. Who are you? The guardian of the end of the world. Otherwise known as the bartender. Right. Uh, so, guys, I got a question. What is a consort? What did you do? Oh, uh, no. Uh, I don't know. Can you tell me what a consort is and then I'll tell you the whole story? What it's... did you do? <laughs> Tabitha? What's a consort? It's someone who associates with someone else. Oh, like friends. Like us. No. We're all consorts. Or more. Generally, generally, fema- uh, queens have, instead of kings, they have consorts. Oh. It depends on how oh. the uh, uh, title was passed down. Oh, I kind of look over to Spring Queen. I'm like, okay. Uh. <laughs> uh, um, it may involve uh, being very intimate with her. Oh, okay. Uh, you may want to discuss uh, the rules before you the, agree the, to the, things. The next question is, does Tegan know what the word intimate means? <laughs> <laughs> well, being 160 and a monk... Probably not. Okay. Tegan is <laughs> debating what? handing Tegan a stool right now. <laughs> or Tegan, just, just decide on a safe word ahead of time. It's fine. <laughs> uh, so, uh, I guess the last time we saw each other, we were like leaving the castle with the green stone, right? With the ice castle? Like some I... of us were going up the stairs, right? Well, we've been here for a while. Yes. You were right oh. behind me as we were going up the stairs. Well, I, I, all I could think about was we need to find Arjithal. Sorry, dude. No, no offense. But we need no, to find No, Arjithal. total offense. No, I, I say no offense taken. I mean, uh, I, I understand. You have your world's Jithal. I understand. Yeah. So that's all I could think about. And then all of a sudden, I was in the, the meadow. And then as I walked in the meadow, I walked a bunch of miles in like five seconds. That was really weird. But then I met Spring Queen, who I am now her general and consult sort sorts intimate person. Um, and <laughs> so I, we started talking, and I was trying oh. to get the Volen Stone. Oh, by the way, here's the Volen Stone. Does anybody? I hate oh. it to Tormir. Tabitha just pinches it... the bridge of her nose. Tormir <laughs> grabs it and, like, is holding it for dear life. Uh, oh, wait a minute. I might need that back for one more thing, actually. Uh, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. But anyway, um, so I was trying to get uh, Arjathal and the stone, and I made a deal with Spring Queen here um, to be her general and consult consort so that we can get Archithal 
and that stone. So, good news is, you guys get to go with the stones and Archithal. And bad news is, I'm a general. Well, Jinky General's a good news. Bad, <laughs> bad news, news is, I'm, I'm a general. Well, <laughs> wait. <laughs> bad news is, I've been promoted. Fey. Uh, yeah, the Fey God. The, the Mother Autumn helped what quite What was a bit. the first thing we told you upon uh, entering this place? Don't make any deals with Fey Lords. I made a deal with the Fey God. No, don't make any deals at all in the Fey Wild. Oh. Well, if we want Arjathal and if we want that stone that you're holding right now, we kind of have to do it. What did you sign Otherwise, us up for? Uh, you guys? Well, we can go get Ar Arjathal and then you guys leave and I stay. But and what does it cost us? Uh, me. All right, I'm fine with that now. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> these are not acceptable terms to an arrangement. Uh, that's the only one that we could get, and I almost didn't get that one. But then they saw my dragon form, and they were totally kind of sort of impressed. Oh, I swear we leave you alone for five seconds, and you do not. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, but I think before you guys leave, um, I think you're going to need my sword. So I think I need the Volenstone to remove the curse first. So does anybody know how to do that? Ah, you, you should have just said something sooner. Uh, I'd gladly help with that. Okay, you, but Tormir holds really? the stone, not you. Right. I, I understand. We, we, we will need that, but... I can help with the removing of the of your curse. Oh, that's the reason. That's the whole thing that I've been wanting to do is find the stone so that we can re get e remove each other's curses. Uh huh. That's all. <laughs> oh, should we should we talk to Arjathal first? Do you know where he is? No, but Mother Autumn, would you help us find him? This one knows where he where that where the shard bearer is I don't know why they keep calling him a shard bearer but he's a shard bearer apparently do y'all know what that means he's bearing the shard I sometimes when you eat a certain diet there's <laughs> no. an impending impending incident <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not sure that's the same thing <laughs> that ends with a different letter <laughs> What? Kids, you said... ask your parents. Oh, no, you no. Shard that one, bearer. don't ask him. Shard bear with a D, yes. Oh, oh. No, no idea what that is. <laughs> okay. Uh, are they well, referring to the stones as shards? Like shards of crystal? Uh, this, one does not refer this one does not refer to the stones as shards. And what, can you elaborate one, on what the shard bearer is? The shard bearer is the is the one who is has been separated into shards by the Volenstone. Would that so just all is the result of a shard? Would that explain why there is several Jethals? 
running around. The the Winter Queen kind of like struggles out of the wood that she's tied. That she's in, and she goes. The problem is, and this is one of the reasons why this war has been ongoing, and I. I suppose the war's not going to continue in here, um, but uh, and the Spring Queen interrupts. The war is over, and the the Winter Queen just like stops. And goes, what? What do you mean the war is over? Um, I I said it's over, and the Spring Queen and Mother Autumn agrees with me because they like the power inside of me. This war has been waged for nearly a century, and it ends because of a gnome. I mean, I'm. I understand. I'm. I've been trying to end this war for nearly a hundred years. Sounds like the shortest peace talks I've ever heard of. Mm, <laughs> I'm not that tall. Boo. Me- measure exactly. it in tegans. <laughs> How did you? No, I don't want to know. Tegan. I. I. I don't. Fine. War. Anyway, so the Winter Queen continues, looks back over to you. This is the like most frustrated you've ever seen the. Winter Queen. And she looks over and goes, the Volenstone, in addition to its ability to reverse curses, also has the ability to merge realms. Um, unfortunately, depending on who is most affected, a person traversing in um, can, if they enter the... Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. If they enter the crossroads uh, in a certain manner, they can be spread across several worlds because of the way the Spring Queen, she glares over at her, has been using the Volenstone. If she, if she had just given it back, none of this would have happened. So, can you undo what happened to uh, Jethal? It's complicated. So we can disconnect the realms, and whichever realm the Volenstone returns to will be where the Feywild is connected to. The other remaining worlds will be void of a Feywild, which in some worlds likely will not affect them drastically, and others' uh, weather patterns would get out of control... Seasons would change, would either rapidly change or never change again. Um, it, it would, it could potentially be catastrophic or no effect at all. But there will be countless worlds that will be affected. But your world, the world, if assuming you take the Volenstone, will be unaffected. Who can bring the dimensions or pieces together? Someone wielding enough power. None of the Fey Lords are able to wield that level of power, though. Uh, what about you, bartender? Can you do it? I would choose not to wield that level of power, even if I had it. As I've sworn neutrality for millennia. Hmm. But even if I wanted to... Even I don't have the ability to affect that many worlds at one time. No one does. Um, the uh, Mother Autumn kind of speaks up and goes, This one believes that there is a way. 
what do you mean? There is a stone known as the Cygnus Stone. This one believes it is currently in the possession of the Shardbearer. The Cygnus Stone, wielded by a person of significant enough power, can multiply that power, and that person serves as the Nexus and allows all realms to remain connected. Hmm. Is Archithal powerful enough to do that? This one does not believe uh, the Shardbearer wields that level of power. Can the dragon Wasn't there that me old uh, Jathal that was doing um, all sorts of crazy things? There is one that this one is aware can wield that level of power. Who's that? The gnome. And oh. she looks directly at Tegan. All right, I want out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, did, did, yeah. Did Tormir, like, yeah. throw his, his like, cup on the ground? <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect timing. I could not have planned that. <laughs> oh. uh, okay. So, <laughs> so before we try that, um, you know, can we try and remove these curses I think I think that would be beneficial right that doesn't uh, hurt anything no because you might need the curse in order to come back with the others won't you why would I need the curse because that's a part of who you are from your world you'd be taking a part of who you are from your world before we put you back together uh, in all of my studies also we don't I, care about you to be honest <laughs> You're not but supposed this to is say also things removing like that to the people's curse faces. That's Tegan. just rude. <laughs> I mean, Hammond, Tegan Hammond doesn't want this curse, right? Hammond looks over and goes, "I, I mean, I know he's uh, he lies sometimes, but I mean, that was mean, Tormir." <laughs> Which, Emotional you, damage. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, For the five people oh. that you know know what that is. Um, yep. <laughs> Look, he's had it coming this entire time. Yeah, I think I don't what? think we should mess with any of the shard bears before before we put them together. That would be that would. I'm not that, a shard bear. Like a good idea. That's not at all what they said. I'm not a shard bear. Yorjathal, maybe. That's who they were referring to as a shard bear. Yeah, he's just a piece of shard. Okay. Hey. Yeah, we... <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> let's do this. Let's let's get our jackal back. That one speaks correctly. This one believes that there is only one shard bear, that which caused the shards. So, after Did all your this... Did all come in to the Feywilds a specific way? The Shardbearer because... entered through the crossroads. As did oh. we all. All of us oh, I... came through the crossroads. I don't know. said a specific no, way. You didn't. No, you guys didn't. You, were you all got... Was the, old, was the other... Yeah. Was the one that was behind. 
Oh, yeah. that's right. That's right. I came in and found you guys, and you guys are stuck in like a room. Somewhere. That's right, the apple tree or whatever it was. That's right. I like apples. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> going apple picking again? Uh, we're going apple picking one last time. <laughs> Tegan's gravestone is just going to be Tegan Stumbleduck. I like apples. <laughs> Let's go apple picking. And consorting and generaling. No, the apple picking thing will be on Jathal's gravestone. <laughs> Clearly, yeah. Mine will yep, be mine will be exactly. Tegan Stumbledeck. Here lies a general consort. That'll be awesome. <laughs> general. He's not a specific consort. He's a general consort. <laughs> He's a general. <laughs> it's like a general contractor, just slightly different purpose. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> or general consultant. Same thing. All right. So yeah, let's do this. Uh, do we do this here, uh, Mother Autumn, or do we go somewhere else to bring our Jathals back together? <clears throat> this one can take you to the Shardbearer. Sweet. Uh, so do I have to hold both stones then? Do I need to hold the Volen Stone and the Cygnus Stone? <laughs> the Shardbearer bears the Cygnus Stone. I'm oh sorry. yeah, that's right. Okay. I'm sorry, he's holding both stones. <laughs> that is the job of a consort. <laughs> you must cradle the stones. Use them so, wisely. <laughs> so are we all Ooh going boy. or is it just me? I've this been wanting to see the right Jethal for a long time now this gnome made a deal in exchange for all of this gnome's friends this this one will take all of this gnome's friends to I, see the shard bear. I point at Darthal and I'm like he is not our friend before he tries to convince you otherwise I mean I've been nothing but friendly and a liar have you have you? I would not say that I've ever lied. Ha I don't know what your feelings are about me, but I guarantee they're not mutual. <laughs> He's never lied much. I wouldn't say that I've ever lied, no. Well, that's a lie right there. <laughs> yeah, let's take everybody but... I'm done talking with circular logic person. <laughs> So, Mother Autumn, would you take us to um, Jethal? Our Jethal? The one you call the Shard Bearer? Yes, this one can take you. Sweet. One question so this one has first. And she points over at uh, the Jethal in this room and goes, This one mentioned something of a curse. Do you, yes. Does does this gnome have knowledge of how to remove the curse? Yeah, he does but... not. But I do. This one it advises requires you find. The... Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. This one advises that you find the shard bearer before you remove the curse. But if this, if that one uh, possesses the knowledge of how to remove the curse, this one advises not disposing of them immediately. 
I mean, I would hope you wouldn't dispose of me at all, but, uh... I mean, they would. Okay, so we have to take him with us so that I can get my curse removed, and he can get his curse removed after we put the multiverse back together again? Once this gnome becomes the Nexus being, each being created by the Shardbearer will return to their own universe. Oh, so you'll be stuck like that forever. Okay. That one, that one will be in whatever state he, he leaves this this universe from. So either we help him now so that he's not cursed forever, or we leave him and, like he is and send him back to his world. And also remove your curse, Tegan. Remember, we this can is not my, just about me. My, well, we can remove I'm my the, curse once we get the other just all back. I'm the only one that knows how to do it how to do it. Is that right, Tormir, Tabitha? Do you think Arjithal doesn't know how to do it? I think this individual will say anything he has to in order to get what he wants. Can he take the I stone from us? Just trying to help both Tegan and I. Mm-hmm. Are you now? I am. Uh-huh. I, I want I, nothing more than to remove the curse from both of us so that I can go back to my world without this curse on me. Can you remove the curse without us giving you a stone? It requires the Volan stone, <clears throat> which is why well, I've I, been searching for it here. I feel like your world is better off without you anyways. Well, that's a thing to say. <laughs> you God. You have to... Do you have to hold the bowling stone in order to do the, the... He has to hold your stones. Do you have to hold the bowling stone in order to make magic work? Yes. Okay. Tabitha. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't focus. It's just like someone's typing on a typewriter. <laughs> it's the same rhythm. <laughs> oh no! Breathe, breathe, Tabitha, breathe. I don't know if I can. <laughs> it was a simple question. Do you have to hold the stone to make the magic work? That's all I was asking. And I said yes. <laughs> I Kids, ask your parents. Of course, I need to hold the stones. Fondle them gently. <laughs> Oh. oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm so, I'm fine. It's all fine. <laughs> so I I have to ask: Is Tabitha laughing this hard? Because I honestly believe that she would be. <laughs> I think so. just the uh, giggling over the uh, the, the holding of the stones. I the, do you have to hold the stone to make the magic work? <laughs> <laughs> I can't actually really know how to do that. Oh boy! Oh Apparently, Tegan's not that worldly, so he's got to ask these questions. <laughs> oh man, I think I, I think I pulled something. <laughs> I'm crying. <sighs> Uh, carry on, carry on. Carry on, carry on. So you have to hold the stone, so we have to 
trust him with the Volan Stone to make this work. So, like Winter Queen and or yeah, Winter Queen and Spring Queen, can you like obliterate him if he goes back against his word? Well, if he doesn't give us the Volan Stone back, that depends on exactly how he phrases his word. So there's a way for him to take the stone away from all of us and none of us can do anything about it? If you wish for... The Winter Queen looks at you and says, if you wish for me to intervene on your behalf, you may make a deal with him on exactly the the, uh, terms under which he can use the stone. If you do that, then his use of the stone becomes bound by your promise if he violates that promise then he is subject to our wills as well as the will of the Feywild itself what could go wrong do you want me to list them (laughs) (laughs) alright so how do we how do we phrase this perfectly so that he can only do what we tell him without him finding a loophole. <laughs> this one is Guys. ready to take you to the shard bear whenever you are prepared. Let's go talk to the correct Jethal first. Okay, sounds good. Let's all go. Let's take. J- no, no, he stays here for now. We can come back and get him. Is that okay? Uh, Mother Autumn, can we come back and get him, or does he have to come with? I can deliver. Sure, I like that. This one can deliver you to wherever you need to go, so long as it pertains to your deal or to your bargain. Fair enough. So, Spring Queen and and Winter Queen will be back shortly. So, So Mother Queen, can you take us out of game? Did you listen very carefully to what I said? As long as it pertains to your deal. Pertains to the deal. So, oh, does does lifting the curse pertain to the deal? No, it doesn't. And is this Jethal one of your friends? Nope. No. So, think. uh, But the question is, would Tegan realize that? Uh, Ah, nope. Which means I'm still gonna. Ah, oh, crud! <laughs> For all of Feywild eternity, crud! <laughs> that sucks. All right. <laughs> this one is prepared whenever the, this gnome is ready. All right. So the deal is that um, we do the. We get the shard back, and then you guys go on your way, and I stay here. So once that's exactly what she's going to do, and that's what we're going to do, and then we can come back, right? So you don't... you, We're not going to remove our curses, Tegan? Can't I come back? Did this you make a deal for that? This one can deliver you to wherever you, wherever you need to go to complete your bargain. What was your bargain specifically? Um, that um, Mother Autumn would take us to Jeth- to Arjethal. We would um, 
give you guys the stones, and then you guys would be able to leave. Oh, so removing the curse entirely is not in the terms of service. Uh, no, it's not. So we could do it before you go, and then it would still not be out of your terms of service. Oh, so we gotta trust him now. But it was to take your friends to get the shard bearer back. Yeah, so we can only go to him. Yeah. And then I have to stay, and you guys leave. Sure. I mean, after we remove the curse from each other, I don't have to go with you. I will gladly leave. I don't have to go with you. Oh. So that so doesn't impact not... your deal. Yeah, so I can't come back for you afterwards, because you're not a part of the deal. So we can't ask J- Arjathal, Tormir. Does this gnome wish for this one to bring that being... With to see the shard bearer. Is there any way you can strip him of all power? Temporarily. This one believes he has no power that is of concern. Dang. (laughs) Wow. Emotional damage. (laughs) Emotional damage. Yes. Vicious mockery. Wow. (laughs) Does she mean. Does she mean. No uh, power to hurt her? Yeah, that that's probably the way she phrased it. It sounds like it's of no concern to her. Yeah. Because she said the only person that, ha- that had the power to do, to do it was Tegan. Yeah. To become the that nexus was being, yes. For the nexus being, yeah. I wouldn't say that I don't have any power. This one did not imply you had no power. Just no power of concern. <laughs> Burn. Wow. So, yeah. Yes, I would. Mother Autumn, I would like to take him with us. Is that okay? Here's how Jethal's feeling right now. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I don't need to play anymore. <laughs> Everyone knows the rest of how that goes. <laughs> so, can we take him with us? This one does not see any reason to object. Okay, let's take him with us and let's go talk to Ardrethal. Uh, okay, I guess we'll do the removing of the curse later. Uh, sure. I was trying to avoid so, what's about to she- happen. She, her eyes begin to glow. So again, you can, uh, for as a reminder, everyone can, you can only see her kind of from the nose down. The cloak yeah. kind of goes over the rest of her face, but you can see when her eyes are glowing because you see the light kind of coming in between the leaves on the cloak. Um, she begins doing that and says, "The shard bearer is held safe in the autumnal fields. This one feels a past connection to the shard bearer. This one believes the shard bearer was once this one's father once." Oh! And we will end the episode there. What? (laughs) (laughs) What? So, thank you again, listeners, for tuning in to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, Please reach out to us. You can find us on Facebook. Uh, You can find us, uh, I guess you can find, well, you can email us. Uh, You can find our email by typing in our email address, 
which is paper pencil dice podcast at gmail.com. Um, also, whatever podcasting platform you're listening to us on, please give us a five star rating. We totally appreciate that. The more high ratings we get, the uh, more people listen, get to uh, see this podcast, and hopefully, the more people listen to it. Uh, otherwise, in the meantime, uh, until next time, keep gaming, friends. Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice. Just for you, 92. Just for you, 92. Well, found the name of that episode. What? <laughs> Just for you, 92. Uh, I think I was it gonna, should be General Consort. I was going to call it General Consort. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Cradle the stones. Cradle the stones. Call <laughs> the stones to make the magic happen. That is my favorite <laughs> quote of that episode.